The Network Live. News, insights, and stories right here on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Don't miss this opportunity to hear world news, insights, and stories from guests around the world. The Network Live is your pathway to connecting people and ministries. Stay tuned for the Network Live News Minute following a moment to remember 9-11. of 9-11 took place long ago, most of us can still recall them like it was yesterday. Some, more than others, are still feeling the effects and the pain. On this day, we remember all those who lost their lives and their loved ones to this terrible tragedy. We lift up their families and their friends and ask for strength, peace, and comfort. We also remember and honor those heroes who stepped in to help, to save, to serve. And we will never forget those who gave their lives for the noble cause of rescuing others. We are forever grateful and pray blessing and comfort over their families. We pray for the spirit of unity to revisit our nation. The unity we felt in the midst of our struggles and our confusion. We pray that our citizens would look to God for wisdom and guidance, just as many did during that time of uncertainty. But most of all, we pray for the swift return of our Savior, who will one day put an end to all tragedies and to all tears. We love you. And we pray all these things in the powerful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. September 10th, and this is your Network Live News Minute. A magnitude 8.1 earthquake has struck off the southern coast of Mexico, the U.S. Geological Survey said, shaking buildings as far away as Guatemala. North Korea's chief diplomat at the United Nations was not hiding his satisfaction with Pyongyang's recent nuclear test, warning the U.S. that it can expect more gift packages to come its way. Germany said on Thursday that Russia was planning to send more than 100,000 troops to war games on NATO's eastern flank this month, disputing Moscow's version that only 13,000 Russian and Belarusian servicemen would participate. The U.S. military is keeping a wary eye on Iran's most violent proxy militia in Iraq, which has vowed to start killing Americans again once the Islamic State is expelled. And the Federal Emergency Management Agency is rapidly running out of disaster relief as Hurricane Irma slams Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands and heads toward Florida. This has been your Network Live News Minute. I'm Lynn Ferris reporting. Trusting in God is not always easy. I know for me I learned to trust Him when I experienced His faithfulness, and then He challenges me to trust Him even more. Trusting in God is a choice. He is always faithful. Psalm 22.5 says, If you trust God, you won't be disappointed. Here is an illustration from Media House on trusting Jesus. 
Will you trust him? The choice is yours. trust you. You don't trust me? No, I mean, I want to trust you. I just don't. <laughs> I have an exercise that I think will really help you. Oh, okay. Stand here and face this direction. Mm -hmm. Now, do you trust me? Uh, no, I just said I don't trust you. Right, well, this is all part of the exercise. Oh, all right. Okay. Whenever I ask you if you trust me, you say, yes, Jesus, I trust you. Even though I don't. It's practice. Okay. So, do you trust me? <laughs> yes, Jesus, I trust you. Now, Fall back. Are you going to catch me? Don't worry about that part. Okay, that's the part I'm worried about. <laughs> you can do this, okay? Just trust me. Trust you. Fall back. Okay, well, Jesus, I trust Good. you. Yes, I do trust you. I'm going to fall okay. back. Woo! Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. Uh, let's try this again. Just face this direction and keep your feet planted, all right? Do you trust me? Yes. Jesus, I trust you. Now, fall back. Okay, I'm going to do it. All right. I'm really going to do it. <laughs> Good. Ah! Oh, Jesus, you really got me. I didn't think you were going to get me, but you did. Oh, that was great. That was great. You're ready for level two. Level two, here yes. I come, baby. Woo! Whoa. Whoa. Okay, hold it. <laughs> oh, you know what? You're too close. You need to move back. Ah, right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this one's a little bit different, Laura. Oh. Okay. Uh, stand here. Uh-huh. But face me. Oh, forward fall. Okay. I can do that. Wait. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Um, wait for my signal. Oh, right. The Jesus signal. <laughs> yes. The okay. Jesus signal. Do you trust me? Yes, Jesus. I trust you so much. Good. Fall back. <laughs> That's awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> Especially when you do it. <laughs> Seriously? Of course. Okay, Jesus... I don't know if you noticed this, but there is nobody over there. I know it looks that way to you. It looks that way. It is that way. You can do this, Laura. Just trust me and fall back. Jesus, I can't do that. We can do it together. I can't. You can. I won't. Today on the Network Live, we'll be visiting with author and speaker Peggy Joyce Ruth. Peggy Joyce Ruth is a teacher in the body of Christ and operates in the motivational gift of encouragement, challenging people to move into a deeper understanding of the Word of God. She has authored multiple books, including her popular Psalm 91 book. The Psalm 91 book has had over 5.5 million copies donated to the military, first responders, prisons, and deep need areas. Peggy has appeared on numerous television programs, including The Sid Roth Show at Supernatural, God's Learning Channel, and the Trinity Broadcasting Network. She is a popular conference speaker because of her warm storytelling technique, her pleasing sense of humor, and her easy-to-understand style of communicating the Word of God. Find out more about Peggy today on the Network Live. I love MediShare because they protect and respect life. MediShare is community. MediShare is affordable. MediShare is biblical. MediShare is uplifting. MediShare is family. Faithful. MediShare is hope. It's love. Learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care. Call 844-74-BIBLE. MediShare, affordable, biblical health care. That's 844-74-BIBLE. 
Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Network Live. I'm your host, Debbie Rule. Thank you for being with us today. Today on The Network Live, we'll be visiting with author and speaker Peggy Joyce Ruth. Peggy is the author of multiple books, including her popular Psalm 91. Good morning, Peggy. It's such an honor to have you to be part of our Network Live program today. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're quite welcome. Peggy, I know that you've had... um, You've authored several books, multiple books, and you have fascinating stories, and we would love to just hear all about it. And so I'm just going to let you tell us a little bit about the books that you've written and a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, I was a pastor's wife. We pastored for 30 years, and uh, when God gave me Psalm 91 in a dream, and so I wrote a book on that, and then it was not long after that that... uh, the Lord woke me up one morning, and I was just quoting, Those who trust in the Lord shall not be disappointed. And uh, this has been years ago, and I never remembered having read that in the Bible. I just I thought, is this even a scripture? And all morning it just kept coming to me and coming to me. And uh, so finally I, I just started praying and saying, Lord, you know, I know you're trying to tell me something. And he took me on a supernatural search through the Bible. And the first scripture he took me to was Matthew eleven six. It says, "Blessed is he who does not stumble." And I thought, okay, I know this. I know God led me to this, but what does that have to do with disappointment? And the very next scripture he took me to uh, was uh, there in First Peter two verse six, where it said, uh, "A choice cornerstone, a precious cornerstone that he's laid, and he who trusts in the Lord shall not be disappointed." And my heart just—I mean—just almost leaped out of me. Uh, because I got so excited and realized that God had taken me directly to that scripture that he had been giving me. And then it went on to say that this precious value is for you who believe, you who trust. But the stone becomes a a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense when you quit trusting. And uh, so the Lord was really showing me this scripture in 1 Peter is very plainly telling us that when we trust in the Lord, we'll not be disappointed. But when we get disappointed, then the rock, Jesus, the Word, becomes a rock of stumbling. And, oh, I was, boy, he had my attention at that point because I I thought, Lord, I do not want to stumble. And so I kept going through the Bible as God was directing me. And I found twice in the same letter to the Romans, Paul was quoting from the Old Testament. And Romans 9.33 and Romans 10.11, he was saying, those who trust in the Lord will not be disappointed. And he was quoting from Isaiah 28:16, and uh, in Psalm 22:5, in thee they trusted, and they were not disappointed. And I found this same truth paraphrased over and over through the Old and the New Testament, verbatim many times. Those who trust in the Lord will not be disappointed. And so I, it started a search, and I just said, God, I don't even know how to do this. And the Lord said, Turn it around. He said, If you're allowing yourself to have feelings of disappointment then you're not operating in trust. He said, that's your barometer. And so I kept praying, and I said, Lord, how do I come into this kind of trust? And the Lord just spoke and said, it starts with simply making a quality decision. Mm -hmm. Because we try to make faith, we try to make trust so hard, we're Mm -hmm. trying to always just kind of work it up. But trust is a quality decision where we just say, I don't care what the situation looks like, I don't care what my reasoning is saying, I don't even care if it looks like God didn't come through for me don't care what the world is saying or even if the reports look bad, Lord, I'm just going to trust you. See, there needs to be a point in time where we nail down that decision and we say, Lord, I have made up my mind that from this day forth, 
the word is going to be my final authority. Now, Lord, I'll be obedient to do what you tell me to do. But when those feelings of disappointment try to crowd in, I'm going to allow that to be my warning signal to stop and make my choice to trust. And then, Lord, the rest is up to you. And it's really that simple. I think it is so amazing how the Holy Spirit just led you from Scripture to Scripture to Scripture. That's how we know that we know that we know. I always say, in yes. my knower, I know that this is the Holy Spirit. I know this is God showing me something and teaching me something. And I love the way uh, that you uh, brought up the point of feelings of disappointment. You know, when we're when we're motivated or driven by our emotions, we're usually not in the will of God. <laughs> so that's, right. that's always the that's test true. for me. And I loved, you know, our little illustration this morning where, you know, her last words were, he was like, Jesus was saying, yes, we can do this together. And she said, I won't. And it is a decision. It's it a choice. It definitely is a decision. And uh, I, I just love God gave me a simple little statement that I was supposed to say out loud every time I was faced with an opportunity to be disappointed. And I was just simply to say, Lord, in this particular situation, and then I was supposed to say it, the situation mm-hmm. out loud. Yes. And then I was supposed to say, Lord, I choose to trust you. Yes. And I've probably said that oh, 20, 30,000 times, you know. But there's something about saying that out loud that releases mm-hmm. trust. And it starts building an expectancy to know that God is going to do exactly what he promises to do. That's right. And that's why the word says to confess with our mouth, to speak it out, to speak it out so that even if we can't see it, it will still come to be. And I think that sometimes we don't realize the power that we have of life and death in our tongue. And when we speak things that are not uh, uplifting or honoring to God or encouraging to others or even to ourselves, we are speaking doom pretty much over whatever situation it is and so in this particular situation when you uh, were learning this lesson and God was taking you there you were a mom of small kids is that right yes I was this is when my children were still at home so definitely uh, you needed this this is a time in your life (laughs) yes and then as you get older, you need it for your grandchildren. Yes, that's right. <laughs> it never we, stops. That's right. It never stops. And you know, this is the thing. We always uh, find ourselves kind of going back into things. And that's when we have to tell ourselves, no, I'm going to take captive of that thought. I am not going to allow myself to feel disappointment. I'm not going to let the enemy tell me the lies. I'm going to discern between the lie and the truth. And I love that when you were saying that, you know, you're going to choose not to be disappointed. You're not going to walk in that. You're going to walk in the trust of the Lord because he's promised that and he's faithful. He is faithful. And it is a choice. And every single time we come to a new situation, uh, it's new. So we have to stop and we have to renew that trust. I had to say it out loud again. Mm -hmm. And God took there was a period of time there where God took our family literally on a journey for uh, a, a, just a number of years where the whole family would, uh, would, in fact, the Lord told us to build a house and trust mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. and to trust him for, you know, and, and that if we would do that, we would not be disappointed. We didn't have the money to build a house. Our children were young. We didn't have much money. And, I mean, that was such a challenge, but it was Absolutely, we look back to that today, and that was the biggest faith-building years yes. that you could ever possibly imagine. We, you know, we are going to have to take a short break right now, and when we come back, we're going to hear more about Peggy, and we're going to hear about her book, "Those Who Trust 
the Lord shall not be disappointed. And she shares in that book this story about the house. Let's hear more about it when we come back. Stay tuned to the Network Live. In the wake of a disaster, what one thing can you send that will help people the most? A blanket, a tent, a sandbag, a doctor. Actually, if you send a monetary donation, you send all these things. Even a small donation can make a big impact and can quickly become exactly what people affected by disaster need most. In the wake of Hurricane Harvey, your monetary donation can make a huge difference to those in need. To donate, visit HurricaneHarveyAid.org. That's HurricaneHarveyAid.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Well, welcome back to the Network Live. We're visiting with author and speaker Peggy Joyce Ruth today as she shares stories from her life and her book, Those Who Trust the Lord Shall Not Be Disappointed. Peggy, again, we are so excited to hear more about your book. And, you know, you are so delightful. I could just talk to you all day long. I can tell that we are have kindred spirits. We are sisters in Christ, that's for sure. Yes, I, I feel that too. Thank you. Well, tell us a little bit more about your book, Those Who Trust in the Lord Shall Not Be Disappointed. I know in the book, the very beginning, you share about building this house and how that was a leap of faith. And, you know, when we make a leap of faith, the enemy's right there to tell us we can't do it, and people are right there to tell us that we can't do it. So we've got to stand on that, uh, trusting God. And it's not always easy. He puts obstacles, you know, there's obstacles before us. Wherever they come from, they're still there sometimes, and we have to push through that. Share a little bit uh, about that testimony and maybe whatever the Lord puts on your heart about that? Well, I never had any idea that it was going to end up being a book, but we knew that the Lord told us to start uh, building this house and that he didn't want us to borrow the money. He wanted us to trust him. And my family thought we had lost our minds. Of course. (laughs) On earth. And um, uh, so we started fairly early, you know, in in the construction looking uh, for all the things that we needed. We were trying to gather up our supplies, and about three months before we actually started the construction, we had gone out to the city brick plant, and they told us that they only needed a week's notice, and so we didn't think about anything changing. And uh, we, like I say, every step, Jack was working full-time, and uh, we were coming home and building on the house as quickly as he got off work. But a little over a year later, after we had started, we had the framework up, and it was time to put up the inside brick walls. So we scheduled the bricklayer to come the next week, and we drove out to the brick plant to pick up, you know, to pick up bricks. And we had been so busy with all of our building and jack working that we really hadn't paid attention to that fact that construction was going on all over the state. Mm -hmm. And we were told that since our first visit with the manager that there had been a building boom, and we'd have to wait at least six months. There was a six-month waiting period. Well, if it had been bricks for the outside, we could have just put up tar paper. But uh, we we had to have bricks for the inside walls. That was what was holding up the second floor. Mm-hmm. And we knew that all that wooden framework would be, uh, you know, it'd just be ruined if we had to wait six months. And so in desperation, this is the funny part, Jack asked the manager if we could pay a premium to get the bricks. <laughs> and he said the moment that those words came out of his mouth, he knew he was wrong, but it was too late. He said that. Uh, and, of course, he, uh, he, he said he, he wanted to... Uh, to call it, you know, just pay a premium. He didn't want to call it a bribe. Yes, yes. (laughs) But he said the man was really hot, and he said, I don't do business that way. Well, Jack apologized and apologized, and he said, we don't do that way either. Well, we went home pretty devastated, Mm -hmm. but we pulled ourselves together, and we started praying, Lord, we are trusting you with 
getting these bricks in time. We don't know how on earth you're going to do it, but we're we're not going to be disappointed. That's and right. some way, somehow, you're going to show us what to do. We even call brick jobbers all over Texas. And the next morning, Jack had already uh, really apologized, apologized to the manager. But the next morning, Jack got up and he said, you know, I'm supposed to go back out and I'm supposed to apologize again. And I couldn't see that that was necessary. And But he felt like God was telling him to do that. Mm-hmm. So he took off. And boy, I tell you what, God just took over. Jack said when he got there, the guy completely ignored him until... Mm-hmm. All of the other customers had been taken care of. And then he came over and Jack said, I am so sorry for what I did yesterday. I, I apologize. And he said, I don't do business that way. And the guy said, I have your brick. And huh? Jack just stood there in shock. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But what happened, right after we left the day before, a church in Waco, Texas, had their bricks still on pallets from the year before. And it had taken them a year to get into their expansion project. They were they were going to do a big recreational building. Mm-hmm. And when they finally got ready, the committee had decided that the bricks didn't match the existing building, building well enough. So they had called the plant right after we left the day before to see if they could exchange the bricks. They didn't mind the six-month wait, and the brick plant had quit making that particular brick, so they offered all of their bricks to us at last year's price. Oh, if we could take blessing. all of them. Sight unseen. We didn't know what color the bricks were. We didn't know how many they had. We didn't know how many we needed. We said, yes, we'll take them. And from that church in Waco to our doorstep, two huge truckloads of bricks were delivered the very next day. They were exactly the color we, we wanted. They were load-bearing, something we had forgotten to ask in all the excitement. And with the inside and outside walls and the columns and the arches, we had no idea how many bricks we were going to need. But when the bricklayer finished, there were there was less than 300 bricks left, enough to wow. you know build a little uh, you know just a little fireplace. Now, if a house had canceled, there there, uh, there would have been uh, you know wouldn't have been near enough bricks. Uh, if it had been a huge project, we'd have had way too many bricks. If Jack had not gone back to the brick plant the next day, the manager would never have thought of us, and even if he had, he didn't know our name because we very carefully didn't tell him our name because we were embarrassed. Right. (laughs) And I thought of all the dynamics for a church in Waco to decide after a year to call on the very day that that we had come in and for Jack to be willing to humble himself and go back and apologize again. And I thought, you know, that was just another time when God showed us that he would take control of our lives if yes. we're just allowing to. Yes. And part of the allowance is trusting him completely and yes. choosing not to be disappointed. Yes. I love that, Peggy. And I've loved your book. I have read your book and I've got several of your other ones and I just love I just love your testimonies in there. And you know, it's um it's a choice to trust God. But isn't it awesome how we can look back and see how faithful he was and how he came through and he cares about every detail, even the color of that brick? <laughs> Absolutely. It, it, it has just been amazing. I, I, I've, I've stored up enough new testimonies. I could almost write a, <laughs> a sequel to, uh, of all the things that he's done even since then. Uh, literally, when we've trusted him, we have never been disappointed. Now, sometimes yes. we've had to wait. Yes. Uh, Sometimes a couple of hours, sometimes a couple of weeks. Sometimes we've had to wait a couple of years for yes. something to come through. But he has never failed us. That's right. Never failed us. He's always faithful in his timing. And it's it's something that we learn each time we trust him. We gain a little bit more faith, and we know that next time it's going to work out fine. And so thank you so much, Peggy, for being a part of the Network Live today. We want to have you again so that we can hear more about your books 
We will continue to pray for you and your ministry. For more information about Peggy or her books or to schedule her for an event, visit PeggyJoyceRuth.com. Stay tuned. There's more to come right here on the Network Live. I'm pretty normal. Sure, I've got some debt. But who doesn't? I make a decent living. Food is on the table. House, car. Got them. Got them. Got them. I thought if I could afford the payment, then I was okay. I mean, life is not meant to be all work and no play, right? So we go on vacation. We eat at nice restaurants. And we just kept paying the bills. All the money in. All the money out. My whole paycheck. Gone. 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 I was making good money. Living a pretty good life, but I was broke. And I didn't know where to turn. Then I heard about Financial Peace, a life-changing program from Dave Ramsey. Now I've got a plan for my money. Financial Peace taught me God's plan for personal finance. I had no idea. There were over 800 verses of scripture about how to handle money. I took control. And I've already paid off $5,000 in debt. What's more, I'm free to give like never before, and that's a great feeling. Financial peace. Live like no one else. Get on the road to financial peace. Sign up today for this life-changing program. We want to remind everyone that classes will be starting at Gateway Church on Wednesday, September 3rd, if you would, 13th. If you would like to register, call 325-428-6145. Welcome back to the Network Live. We don't want to close our show today without announcing today is Grandparents Day. National Grandparents Day is a holiday that originated in the U.S. in 1979 and is celebrated in other parts of the world as well. Grandparents Day was established to help children connect with their grandparents and also become aware of the advice and wealth of knowledge that older generations offer. Grandparents Day originally started as a grassroots movement in 1973 by a busy grandma of 40 grandkids. Wow. Her name is Marion McQuaid. Marion wanted to establish a national holiday to recognize and honor grandparents. So President Jimmy Carter officially announced the first Sunday after Labor Day would be National Grandparents Day in 1979 is when he announced that. It's been widely celebrated by families in the U.S. ever since. Grandparents Day also is... celebrated around the world where the holiday is celebrated in different ways throughout the year with their unique traditions to their country. If you're a grandparent, you know there's nothing like it. You love your grandbabies. They truly change your life. I've been so blessed with two grandsons, Taylor 2 and Hudson 8 months. My life is so full, so pure love and joy. I just can't even imagine having life without them. I am blessed beyond measure. And I know if you're a grandparent, you share in the same blessing. So I want to play this song for you today so that you can just remember how important you are in those little babies' lives. Here's a song for you today. Happy Grandparents' Day. Read books. 
Thank you so much for being with us today. If you would like to hear a rebroadcast of the network live, visit KNELradio.com or find our podcast on iTunes and Podbean.com. To follow more news, insights, and stories, follow the Network Live on Facebook or visit thenetworklive.org. If you would like more information about being a guest on the Network Live, contact us directly at networklive.org. The Network Live will be back next week at 10 a.m. right here on KNEO Radio 95.3 FM and KNEORadio.com.